Hoodie Talk family, it's your boy here, Manly J. I'm here with another episode of Hoodie Talk 860, the podcast for the people. I'm here with a special guest of mine. Actually, he is one of my close friends. I've known him for, Lord, I don't know, we, for years. Um, he's actually my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> he's a basketball player with me. Um, he's a great man of faith. His name is John Stevens. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. John, how you What's feeling today, everybody? man? I'm great, man. Man, listen, it's cold outside. It is. It cold is. outside, bro. It's cold. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're here in Connecticut where it's freezing. And, you know, every year we got to go through this crap. It's pretty annoying. Right? The white stuff starts falling from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, my birthday's right around the corner and my son, so that helps. Uh, when are you born? Uh, December 9th. Oh, I'm December 17th. When's your son? Uh, the day after Christmas, 26th. Oh, look at yeah. that. We got three Decembers yep. in the room. Yeah, yeah, guy. John's a father, too, man. Yeah. Newly father. What, what are you going on? Two years? Uh, yeah, he'll be two this year. So, Man. Yeah, fatherhood is... um, it's, Man, who would have ever thought? <laughs> we went from playing basketball together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Balling every day from, from 3 to 11 o'clock at night. If man. anybody knows Norwich, uh, the Chucky gas station... The four corners is we used to always meet up with our bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to always yo meet meet us at the meet us at the fire department, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was always late because sure. I had to cross the street, sure. man. Man, we were way better at street ball than we were oh, organized uh, basketball. Organized ball. I, I don't know what it is. It's like yeah. it's like we went from being great to being the dream team, <laughs> the dream Stanton team. Yeah. On the we were we were going undefeated. Oh, like, like we, me, it was me, you, Nate, Davion, uh, Jeremy Perez. Yeah. And then we had Dante. Turner, Remember he yeah, was yeah. a lefty. Oh <laughs> my gosh, bro. But God. even before that, even before Dante. Yeah. Even before think, all that. Oh my gosh. Like we, we're talking. We balled. Lamar. Like the nights that people would be balling till like 10, 11 o'clock at night. We would ball till the lights turned off, man. I don't know how we got our homework done. I don't know. <sighs> We would still go home I used to do on, games. We used to do it on the bus. That's true. I, oh yeah, and then we game all night too. Man, all those night. those were the days. Man, and then um, sorry guys, we we're having a great conversation. I don't care. And then um, <laughs> and you got hurt, man. What happened? I uh, broke my ankle. Uh, some kid during tryouts landed on it. During tryouts, <laughs> couldn't even make it to the first game. <laughs> Sophomore year, man, I still made the team though. Oh, yeah. So they pay, they pick favorites. It happens. Oh. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about uh, NFA and uh, I'm not gonna talk about that. I don't want to get in trouble yet. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I quit my senior year, man. They're too political, I guess you could say in a way. And and honestly, I think that's what's gonna that's gonna be like that school's downfall. Oh my gosh, yeah. If they don't change that, oh my goodness, that school's gonna well, suffer. It's like um, remember Brian, the Chinese kid? Yeah, he used to play at Bishop all the time. Yeah, they let him join his junior year, but they didn't let him. You know, his freshman and sophomore year. I mean, his freshman year he did, but not his sophomore. That doesn't yeah. make no sense. Yeah, they, they picked and choose, man. And I, I hope, and I hope someone from the NFA team is listening. I hope you guys change that, man, because there's a lot of talent that, that has gone unnoticed and that has slipped away. Uh, Kenny. Remember? No, not Kenny. Um, Kensley and Kenny, the, the Haitian man Haitian, that was really yeah. from um, Okono. Yeah. Like, Kenny went to Ledger and became, like, an all-time scorer over there. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of kids went to Ledger. A lot, yeah. uh, Stephen Fletcher. Shout out to Stephen Fletcher, man. Well, Good. then you had um, Bougie. The Bo- oh, oh, yeah, went to yeah. East oh, no, wait. And then there was, uh, remember, uh, Booga? His name was Booga. He was kind of my age. He, he was, like, um, 
Stocky though. Yeah, yeah, a little stocky. Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, there's a lot of talent that came out of these uh street ball and street. And it was nice because we would all see each other and then we get on the court, you know, at Stanton or, or at the rec or something, <laughs> and we would ball. Like sure. we will go ball but night. but you're right. To go from organized basketball to Stanton, it organized was never the same. Because the the coaches don't know you. That's the thing. They always mm. say, I know the playbook, but at the end of the day, like, at, do we really use those plays? Do, we're not college basketball. The, e, the ECC is not that, I would say, hard. Or that mm-hmm. It's competition. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. And yeah. we don't really – those plays are great, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to talk down on organized basketball. But yeah. you have to know your players and what they're great at. Yeah. And instead of, like, trying to limit them. So then, yeah. the, then their confidence goes down. Like, well, I'm not going to shoot the ball. I'm just going to pass it because I'll get thrown out the game if I do. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie that – the coaching staffs around here, they lost a lot of talent. Like with me, I, I knew I wasn't the best scorer. We all we all knew that. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a pretty known fact around here. But we all knew like yeah. Mal's guarding the best player. Because yeah. no matter what size, Mal could, Mal's going to get stop him at half court. Mm-hmm. He's going to strip that ball. Or he's going to apply pressure. We're going to get that turnover. Of course. And y'all better run because you know I'm getting down that court <laughs> in like in like three steps. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like but that's the thing. You should know their their weaknesses and work on it. Like let's say you're just free throws or three three pointers, which you got better at. Yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, sit with them individually. Not even individually. Let's say, hey, listen, during this practice, we're doing thirty minutes of. Uh, the shooting drills that we used to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. The dude. cones, man. We the, used to have cones. Um, the parachute. Remember the, the parachute. parachute? We used to, we used to do the uh, what's the, the restraint thing? thing. With the, we had a thing that you. Uh, I bought a GNC. You wrap it around your waist and it has like resistant bands. And it goes around your ankles and you jump with it. We used to do um, try to touch the backboard. Yeah. With you, it was like you had the ball in your hands. So you try to touch it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, like, remember the um the ab drills. Oh, used yeah. to do with the ball, yo. We used yeah. to do some crazy. Yeah. And the best part was, like, you never seen the progress that you made on like a, a organized court. But oh, when yeah. you got to Stanton, oh, people could tell. Oh, like, for sure, everybody knew. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. oh, oh Mal's coming down the ball, coming down with the ball. He's not losing it. Oh, something's yeah. going. Yeah, people knew. Like, bro, man. I could like for me, I could shoot. Oh like, my God, John has ball, got this fadeaway. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of Kobe Bryant. It's, not gonna lie, it's a. It, uh, the confidence I had on the the court, man, versus organized, because I, I showed a little bit during my senior year when I played, but mm. it's way different, man. Yo, it's I'm, way different. I'm not gonna lie, John was a. It, it was nice because we would all zone out, mm-hmm. like we just we just tune everything out, and oh, we yeah. would, we took basketball so serious. We got into so <laughs> many fights <laughs> on the court and off the court, dude, because like we were just taking it like that. Like <laughs> basketball was that serious to what us. Was it your man. freshman year that that? Uh, Asian man who's like twenty five oh trying my God, to fight you. Trying to choke to, me out. Had to say something to him, <laughs> bro. When I this this dude, um, I, I talk a lot of trash on the court. I'm the smallest guy on the court. You're but thirteen I, years old then. I like, huh? You're thirteen. Um, I don't know how old I was. Probably about because he was using freshman year. I was a junior. I dude, I that was a long yeah. time ago. Oh my gosh. And yeah, now we're speaking. I'm almost twenty five, man. I'll be twenty five next month. You're gonna be what? <sighs> man, man, I'm gonna be, be twenty three. 23 yeah man yeah that that age said (laughs) (laughs) man that age that age will get you man having a having a kid just like accelerated that oh 100 like it accelerated how you view things too man like you're not like we don't we talk about the past but we're not living in it Mm. you know what i'm saying yeah people just dwell in it and it's like a repeating cycle Oh man, it, it's it's beautiful man like life is beautiful man but Mm -hmm. yeah me and john we've been buddies for 
years uh we've seen friendships be made we've seen friendships be broken <laughs> we've seen and you know what's funny um i i recently connected with one of our old uh friends yeah. i had got into an altercation with and we actually made up yeah. uh and this was np oh yeah okay yeah so uh we had um we still were in the area yeah I didn't know the area. so Last time I talked to him was because his uh, grandmother wasn't doing so good. Yeah, man, we, we got to keep so. her lifted up in prayer. But one hundred percent. Yeah, we were on the court. I looked at him. I said, "All love." We dapped up. We hugged. Oh wow! I whooped that tail in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you got a house now. Everything. Got a he house, real man. Good. He, he got yeah. a girl still. He still got that girl. He's still, yeah, he's still with his girl, wow. doing great, man. Honestly, I want to get him on because that's a business-minded kid. That and is, he, you know, his mother is a business-minded woman. woman. Oh well, she was gosh. a single woman basically her whole life and took care. They the all, all the kids have houses. Yeah. They all have houses. I and I think Plus, don't, uh, don't get me wrong. I think his sister has multiple houses. Uh I think you may be right. I haven't talked to her since. I think she's in the uh in the real estate industry, but um yeah, okay. man. I, I definitely got to get her or them on the podcast cuz um and one thing that she taught me was to value family. Like Oh yeah. 100%. Like even even with you and your mom and stuff. Like every time I every time Mal came around, I was always quiet. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> eat nobody's food, but like these guys took care of me. Oh like, yeah. They they took real took anybody care in. of me. And uh and and really I like it cuz now I'm implementing that into my family. Yeah, my little my little family I got going on. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But man, it's crazy, man. But John, how's fatherhood been, man? Uh, fatherhood has been a, uh, it's been great, mm. and, and I say that with with that kind of attitude because it changes you wait for the better, of course. But it's a really hard change, mm. and a lot of that has to do with allowing God to change you mm. because if you don't, then you're just gonna, like I said, keep repeating cycles that are mm. just never ending. Um, but um, not only for my relationships and how I view life. Because mm. before it was like, you know, your kid's growing up and you're getting to adulthood and you just see things as money, money. I need to get this. I need to do this. Mm. I need to be flashy. Um, yeah. You know, and be known for something that someone else doesn't have, right? But now it's just like I'm grateful just to see my son smile in the morning. Like <laughs> nothing else could matter throughout oh the whole gosh. day. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah. before you go to work, just to see him sleep or something. <sighs> Dude, I, I try to tell people that all the time. It's like just the your mere presence around your oh. kid, dude. What? It's a game changer. You can't. It, and, and what I found about it is, and I'm being very transparent, which I have never been about this. <laughs> um, and what I found is like once something happens to either A, ruin that, or B, disrupt that energy, it changes. Like, that makes you realize, like, holy crap, like, this matters to me. Like, yeah. I need, I need to be there. I need to see him. I need to hug him. Yeah. I need to read to him at night. It's like, and I take that so seriously there, now. There's a video I watched that was um, talking about fatherhood, and this man said, you know, after you know putting your kid down to sleep, you're sitting there on the couch by yourself or, you know, with your spouse or whoever you're with, or even with, you know, it may just be in your head, you're thinking like, what could I've done better to be a better father today uh, mm. for my kid? Sometimes you can break it down to to make yourself sad, but at the same time, it's like it just motivates you to be that that much better the next day, mm. I guess in a, in a way. And uh, that's how I used to view it a little bit, but now it's just like instead of trying to view it to get better, and you know, I feel like we're already already have a great heart and a great mind. Yeah. So instead of trying to what if it's more of like let's just do it you know mm, what I'm saying? let's just do it yeah yeah and, and i think man um 
Honestly, like you said, it, you just got to do it. I, I always yeah. tell people that, like, you don't just you don't just think, don't think, just do. Well, what, what I tell you, we were we were in the mic. I think we were playing. Um, was it probably Fortnite? Oh man! Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! Hold a pause, <laughs> dude. We used to play for first of all, first first of all, we are Fortnite OGs. Okay, yeah. we started <laughs> when it was season one, episode one, baby. We Fortnite. started oh when it was gosh. um, uh, what was the woods area? Uh, <sighs> crap, down on the right side of the map. I can't remember. Not Tilted Towers. That's something Lake. Spot. It was um. Something with a lake, swamp, right? Swamp. Oh, the swamp. Yeah, it was. We called it the, the swamp because it yeah. was a swampy area. Yeah, man, we went from camping to not building. Not, 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 <laughs> yeah, nothing not building at all. And then we just got good, dude. We used to play. <laughs> we used to have to work the next day. I I used to have to get up at like seven. <laughs> we would stay up to like three o'clock in the morning, just going. Yeah. John script. Remember, remember that day my mic broke. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally went to Walmart at like yeah, one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? That was yeah. the day that we talked about um about spirituality. Okay, remember yeah. that? Yeah. I forgot the name of the rapper you put me on. What was his Jeez. name? Uh, you, might, you might not remember, but he was like a little spiritual too, which was dope. Not NF, because you gave me a different. Per- it gave me a total different perspective. It wasn't NF, was it? The I white boy? No, no, it was the black guy. Uh, the black guy. I got my phone on me, but I think I know who you're talking about. He, he. Uh, I found him on TikTok. He was, yeah, that was dope, bro. He was rapping about spirituality and stuff, and man, well, he, yeah, he raps about his, his battles with his temptations that yep. he has with his wife and stuff, and yep. other women. But yeah, it's a uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, that's that's when I realized John's got I'll a different him. mind, man. <laughs> Yeah. John's got a different mind, and I didn't. I didn't know you were like that. But yeah, I mean, like, like you said about some fatherhood things, man. You just gotta do, like, mm. just get up and do. I, I remember I was hearing, I heard ET say on a podcast, Eric, Tom, <laughs> uh, Eric Thomas. <laughs> if you guys don't know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard him say that um, you gotta stop saying you don't know. Mm-hmm. Stop saying I don't know, I don't know, because if you don't know, you're never gonna do. That's true. So if you start saying I know, even if you don't know, yeah. but you just say I know. You're gonna end up doing it, and, and that's exactly. what that's what it took for fatherhood with me. I I kept saying I don't know, you know, I don't know what to do, and I always I always tell, I always tell my girl, I'm gonna yeah. say that out loud. I always tell my girl that like, I wasn't taught how to love a woman properly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taught how to love a kid. This is new. I, I can agree. This is a new world. I wasn't taught to to understand my heart. So where do you think that comes from? How um, you grew up? That, yeah, that comes from family. That comes from a family 100%. unit. It comes from a family unit, and yeah. I and I really think it's hard because every generation has been so different. Yeah, so different. Like my me and my parents. My parents are old. Dude, God forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. My parents are seasoned. Yeah, <laughs> like well real, real seasoned. Like my dad went from being pimp daddy, <laughs> running the streets, <laughs> drinking every day, to now he's a great man of faith. Yeah, like just out of the blue. I'm not supposed to be here. My mom's tooth retired for eight years. Really? Yeah. Holy, I didn't and know I, that. And yeah. I snuck my little sperm through. I was like, knock, knock. Here I am. <laughs> and I Got came this. out and I literally, I changed their lives. Like yeah. they went from drinking every day and running the streets and literally they just flipped. Now we have this immaculate house and stuff. We have a yeah. bunch of grandkids. There's 10 of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell you right yeah, there. But, this family, I'll tell you that. But, but what was hard about it is they weren't taught either. They weren't taught. How to love. But that's So I think that before we got into the Fortnite thing, remember I told you, you say, like, oh my gosh, I think my girl's pregnant. And this is when me, you, and oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. person we don't talk about no more. Um, <laughs> we love them. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, we hope he's doing good. But anyways, yeah. um, I said, man, you don't really know 
you want to become a father until you just do it. Yeah. Because my, my girl used to ask me, are you ready? Are Because we hadn't planned, of course. You know, are you ready? I said, I'm not going to ever be ready. It's just we have to experience it. Because yeah. if you don't experience it, you never know if you're going to be ready. Yeah. It, honestly. That's financially, but. Yeah, finance. Oh, man. When I heard. When, so, funny <laughs> part is how I knew she was pregnant. She didn't know. She had no clue. But when. I, so, the, the Holy Spirit one day just. <laughs> one day just told me, go get a test. I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay, what's going on here? Uh-huh. I gave her the test. I said, you're pregnant. She said, no, I'm not. I said, oh, dude, you're pregnant. <laughs> so uh, I went over to my cousin. I went over to my, one of my cousin's houses. Yeah. And um, she took the test and everything. Calls me crying. Oh, no, I'm pregnant. How did you know? How did you know? I said, Ayana, I know the spirit. I knew. Uh-huh. So actually, that was the beginning of my like downward spiral. Because the yeah. minute I found out I was having a kid, I hit the blunt. For the first time Jeez. in my life. That was the first time I had ever done it. Have I you done it since? Um, here in time, I have um, I, I have my thoughts about marijuana. Yeah, uh, I, so don't, I don't, I don't use it. I don't flex it. I don't, I don't use it. Yeah, I don't use it. You know my standpoint on it. You yeah, know me. My job won't I let don't, me. I don't <laughs> criticize. I don't criticize anybody who doesn't do no, it. I, and, and honestly, so here's the thing. I used to be like that. I used to like criticize the crap well, out of you. Both of us. Yeah, I used to be. Like, oh, that's de- even as athletes. Well, we talk about Angel. I mean, we can talk about him. Oh yeah, we can talk about. Oh, he could be on here too because he's got a crazy. <laughs> oh, Angel is a changed kid, man. He is, uh, man. Like, he's grown man house. now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, shout out to Angel. I I like. I like it because I can I see the good of it. No, no joke. It's therapeutic, man, and they're starting to realize that very therapeutic. It's uh, it's political, and the government doesn't want to bring in for all the benefits. Oh, that it has. Yeah. Well, now they are because uh, they're starting to realize how much money it can make. But. Dude, that joint changed my life. I, I um, I was I was uh, using before, and it literally took me out of the worst spiral of my life. Like it just made my mind just go flip. Okay. And I was like, whoa. And then it you separates know, you from your inner thoughts. Yeah. Oh, it definitely did. And then I came off of it because yeah. I didn't. I didn't want that to be. I think where people mess up is that becomes the dependent. Comes their backpack. Yeah. And yeah. it can't. It can't do because that's so unhealthy. I was not eating. <laughs> I was losing weight. <laughs> My lips were turning black. That's when you stopped <laughs> going to the gym. Oh well, COVID got me stop going to the gym. Okay. You know, I oh I was in gym heavy. Oh yeah, we used to go. And we oh, scored. Oh yeah, man. I, man, I didn't look like this. <laughs> I looked a little more swole than this, but <laughs> but yeah, it, it actually changed my mind, and yeah. it and it helped me become a better father. Yeah. Because when I stopped using, I realized I got a life I'm responsible for. So how did your girl react to the noise? Obviously, it's gonna take her a little bit to get over that uh, crying stage, and what am I gonna do? But mm. I think um, she's a great mother, from what I can see. She uh, she had to find a support system. Yeah, you know, I always have. I always had a great support system. You know me. I always have my boys. I always yeah. have you to talk to, and yeah. uh, and I think. But for her, uh, it was challenging because it's like the people you thought you can go to yeah. you couldn't because they don't understand parenthood. They That's true. They don't get That's like so. There's there's a there's a verse in the song where this guy is called. He's called Young G. He's a rapper that that talks about Christ oh. and he does Bible verses in his raps. But um, he says um, you can't go to your girls or your friends because they're constantly going to speak from the flesh. Mm. So when they constantly speak from the flesh, they either don't experience it or they yeah. don't have kids or um, they're going to speak, say, oh, you know, leave that man because he did this or, or leave that man because he said this. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you, you have to really step back away from that. Yes. Acknowledge it. They're trying mm. to be a support system. So you still have to love them in a way. Um, but you have to step back and say, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Mm. That was the then, phase. Then you won't, react from your flesh and, and it, it's so hard because 
Your girl's um, black, right? Not yeah, yeah. Okay, so African American. African American. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, to be serious, like the families are different. Even with Hispanic families, they're kind of like that. Mm. Like your family's probably very welcoming. Oh, other yeah. people coming in. My, you know, my family is like oh, my yeah. mom used to call you her son and everything. Yeah. And so when you have that kind of support system, they're constantly always talking with you, like, "Oh, how was your day?" Like stuff like that. Mm. You know, um, for the most part. And I'll get into family in a mm-hmm. little bit, but um, it's. When people speak from the flesh, it's even we do it. Yeah. Even as man of faith, yeah. you know, man of God, yeah. we do it all the time, man. Yeah. It's it's so hard to it's bad. It, is. <laughs> it really is. It's bad. Even though we have the spirit inside of us, man, it's oh. sometimes you do because of that anger, the emotion, the emotion, the, the mind, yeah. the will. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I, so now, so now, oh, this is so beautiful, guys. This is so beautiful. I miss John so much. He's, you're gonna see his <laughs> face a lot more. So now, what I'm starting to do is, like you said, so what I do every morning. I sit here at my desk. Okay. I have nothing on, and I meditate. Now, med- I have I have implemented meditation into my morning routines, and I literally I just stop myself, uh-huh. and I th- and I always think, okay, Jarman, today you're gonna do A, B, C, D. Yeah. Now, if E, F, and G happen, here's how to pull yourself together. So, what I do now is, let's say something gets me ticked off, it's yeah. like something might happen. I literally take twenty seconds. I stop everything I'm doing. <laughs> close <laughs> my eyes. Yeah. I just play. I, I play. I play the anger in my head. Like I yeah. play it all in my head, mm-hmm. and then I say release, and I I breathe in, breathe out, let it out, and I try to forget about it for the rest of the yeah. day. Because I I always heard the saying that if you ever have something in your heart past twenty four hours, it's gonna turn into like anger or anger. depression yeah. or something like that. And I I used to tell my girl that all the time. I'm yeah. like, dude, don't go to bed on that thing. Mm. Like get that thing, get off get, your chest. get that thing off your chest, yeah. man. But like you said, having having that family, you know, that actually how's your day going and stuff like that. You know, coming from the African American household, most of us don't have that. You know, okay. mo- most of us don't have parents that say, "Oh, how was school?" Da 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 da. They don't even say "love you" before you get on the bus. Same. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's like get yeah. the hell out of my house. <laughs> so like it's it's hard because now I don't want that. I want to be able to yeah. have that that dinner conversation. I want to have that movie yeah. <laughs> family. Well, we talked about this a long time, and I can kind of remember because my memory is pretty good. But uh, you know, yeah, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place. But oh, if we yeah, go back to when I asked you, what, why does it think you were like that? Like yeah. how were you raised, mm. right? And uh, with my with my mom, you know, I think we have similar families. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, when my mom was independent for a little bit, you know, even when she was remarried, her, her husband really wasn't there. And, mm. you know, that's a whole nother story. But God. We, we, we grow up into this thing where, you know, our mom is loving us in a different way. So my mom's love language is more providing. Mm. So even though she'll work forever or she wants to go do things and she's not around us, like, you know, you know, Mally, like I was walking the streets at like, you know, two o'clock in the morning yeah. as a you know, young kid. And I was like maybe 10 years old, nine years old. Yeah. And it's not because my, you know, some people would look at that and say, oh, it's because your mom doesn't love you. You're, you're running a wild life. And that's definitely mm. not true. My mom had trust in me and she had the fact that she wanted to grow me with that independence and what mm. she had. Right. So, um, and all, everything that she kind of dealt with as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think that's what it kind of stems from where, like you said, sitting down, having dinners uh, yeah. with my family, kind of like the idea of mm. cookie cutter. Type <laughs> household with other stuff implemented the into utopia that. of families. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other stuff impl- implemented into that thing um, to make it a real true love, and also how you raise your kids. Mm. So we were talking about this today in uh, in my little group session. 
And it's like, um, so let's say me and my wife, mm-hmm. get into, so I'm married, um, we get into an argument, mm-hmm. right? And my wife's um, old stronghold used to be going to my son and saying, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for my son. I can't think about what me and my husband just argued about, right? Mm. So she would use him as like, well, not a safeguard, but like mm. a safe place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so for me, it would be like... Either just to walk away, be silent. That's kind of what killed our relationship. I love the walk away method. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of what killed. Oh, it will it will tarnish. Oh, it will tarnish. And we we all talked about in our group that you need to obviously take take your time, whether it be twenty minutes. It doesn't take thirty minutes. Cool off. Definitely come back and you have to like you said attack it, kill it, or or you know really speak on listen to their side, listen to your side. And then find a common ground, a balance. Because, yeah. yes, do do what makes you feel safe. Mm. But then come back and revisit that. You never wanted to ignore it. Because what that does, and one of the guys in my group said this, and it blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, he said, like, since she goes to this my kid, right? For me, it's more of, like, my kid sees that, right? Mm. So he might think certain things. But, you know, as he grows older, if she, mm. kept, if she kept doing that, she goes and cuddles my son, then my son's going to say, so what's wrong with daddy? Why, mm. why, is, why is my mom running away from daddy? Mm. Right? Obviously, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, he's hitting her. But, like, if it's an argument happening, the door shuts or whatever, or she goes upstairs to my son, and then my son's like, well, where's daddy? Mm. You know, so that's why she, you can't just go right to, to my son. He said you, you have to really deal with it first and then as together go to your son. Then he said, okay, they're good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because then the kid will have a different outlook of like, what's wrong with daddy? Something's wrong with my dad. Hey, this is nothing but the spirit of God because right. it's <laughs> like, what's so funny is me and my girl, our new biggest thing is communication. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was like, always like the bad communicator. <laughs> like like you said, I I was the walk away. Yeah. I was walk away and like not come back till tomorrow type of guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but As like, most men do because we internalize it. <laughs> exactly. And you know, I don't yeah. want, I don't want to let the steam off on you because it ain't right. But, but when you were talking about that though, I just thought about that build up. Uh-huh. Like, like, it, like you just build so much up and all of a sudden when you do explode, it's bad. But I like what you said about, you know, it's taking that time away they're coming back to the kid because yeah. literally that's what we're working on now. Because mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, listen, this kid has seen us cuss each other out more yeah. than he's seen us love each other. I was like, we have to that flip stuff. that. We And, and yeah. oh my gosh. And you, mothers, hear me. <laughs> hear me. <laughs> Fathers, yeah. we'll get to you another time. Yeah. But mothers, be careful not to make, not, not to give your kid that emotional baggage. I see that on Twitter oh all, gosh, yeah. all the time when they talk about, you know, not bearing, um, not giving your kids that emotional pain that you feel or blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Almost like that teddy bear effect where it's like if you get mad, if you get sad, you just grab the kid. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah. um, me and her, we talked about that. Yeah. And it's so detrimental because like you said, that kid's going to grow up. And he's going to be like, oh, so where's what's wrong with daddy? Like, yeah. y- You're loving me after an argument, but he just walked out. Like, well, what's good with that? Mm-hmm. And man, it's such a dangerous thing. It's I love this conversation because there's so many baby fathers and baby mothers right now in this town. It's <sighs> ridiculous, dude. It's like we all pop babies at the same time. Yeah. But like nobody's here to guide us. Like Exactly. <laughs> we're literally yeah. going through this on our own. Some of us are finding uh, uh God in the situation. Some of us are turning atheists. Some <laughs> of us are turning to, to black uh witchcraft, black magic, black magic uh <laughs> astrology. Uh, all that oh mess. Listen, guys, leave that crap alone, dude. There's it, it so leave- many <laughs> different things people go to. Like man. you're gonna it's tarnish ridiculous. your your family, dude. Like like, just focus on you. I mean, we're not we're not perfect either way. I mean, it it, it sucks because even people in the church get sucked <sighs> up into this thing. And like yeah. I was talking to you before the podcast, it was like um, 
people see these the church as like a um, it's a temporary happiness yeah, the temporary, fix. temporary fix and it's all emotional they make the aroma seem real nice and yeah, do they? Um, so if, if you come to your pastor you know your uh, men of god that are in the church the elders whatever you want to call them yeah um and you go up and say hey i have this going on what do you think and right oh you should do this or maybe there's something wrong in your heart <sighs> right but they don't realize that you're actually in the in the in the, the darkest the deepest valley mm. or you know a, a storm yeah. whatever you know mm. Version of the Bible that you read, right? And it's it's really your walk with God, mm. right? And it shouldn't be so. Oh, try this. You need to pray more. You need to do this more. Mm. But it's really I just need to get closer to God, and I, I don't need, I need I need more of a guidance from Him, mm. and I need also people to hold me accountable. Yeah, that's a big one. And you never see people in your church say, you know, they call you up Monday, say, Hey, Mal, you doing good? Mm. Hey, John, you doing good? They never call you. They never shoot you a simple text. Yes, they may have a lot of people in their church, right? But that's why you need these groups. They don't form like, hey, I think you should get with, let's say, uh, Ramil. This is mm-hmm. the guy I talk to that goes in my group every, you know, Monday, every yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Even if it's like a text every week. Just something. Because everyone that does is they, they go after Sunday, they feel great, whatever. Or they, or they go back to their same demons or their, mm. their deep valley or their grief, whatever it is. And then Monday morning hits and they're back to the same old ways. Mm. They're oh. never actually changing. Everyone wants a temporary bandage. Mm. But they don't want to be transformed by God. Mm. I like what you said, how, how you need to be guided to God. Uh, I think I think one thing that, and I'm, I'm a preacher myself, guys. I preach for years, but I still do. Don't get me wrong. But, um, I don't. <laughs> <one> <laughs> you you, you low-key are, man. You, you, got, you got some gems. I'm loving one thing I noticed was, like you said, they were telling me to pray more. They tell me to fast. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but yeah. they they were giving me they were trying to give me guidance of like the, the materialistic things to do. Yeah, but I needed his voice, and it's so funny because I listened to a pastor, and uh, he told me, "Shout out to Pastor Devin Johnson. He's actually one of my very close <laughs> spiritual um, uh, spiritual mates, I should say." And he told me, he said, "Mal, this this time you're not going to be made from any man." Because, you know, I've been made from so many men of God. You know, they try to train me and build yeah. me and show me what to do. And I was telling them, like, dude, I'm over here fasting. I'm over <laughs> here praying. I'm over here on my knees. I'm over here. You know, I'm not doing no social media. I'm being celibate. I said, but I'm still battling the same thing. He said, Mal, stop. He said, just be still. Be silent. That's it. He said, and let him guide you and what to do. You know what's crazy? Back to marijuana. Now, I'm not, let me put a disclaimer. I am not saying you should smoke weed and (laughs) and be spiritual with God at the same time. A lot of y'all do. I get why you do it. (laughs) I get why. You know what's funny? Like, like almost like six years ago, I asked God, I said, put me through what every young person goes through. I want to know how I can reach these cats and be relatable because before I wasn't relatable. Like I was, I was bashing kids. Yeah. You, you, you guys knew me before. Like I was a mess. <laughs> well, I wasn't serving myself. <laughs> okay, no, right. Listen, guys, this guy's a transformed man. I love, I love this version of him. Uh, but uh, I told him I was like, put me through everything. He literally put me through every from from pregnancies. To you listen to uh, Maverick City. I always do. Uh, refiner refiner you know um one of my friends so me and my, i have a group oh. of friends we all drive and we just yeah. listen to gospel music like, the whole entire time we that's all drive. that's all i listen to my phone dude i deleted everything rap yeah music, everything you know what's that's funny what? i used to be like that and then i switched you want to know why i switched what? i had to understand why people were so hooked to these rappers and stuff so don't get me wrong i can, I can go back like if i'm in oh, the yeah. gym yeah, you can vibe out yeah yeah of course i mean i'll go listen to like little wayne back in like 2011 but oh, yeah it's at the same time, it's like, I don't see what I saw back then. I don't have that mm. same, like, ears. 
Ah, right? I like that. You talk about Ooh, portals, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah, the gates. <laughs> the gates, exactly. Oh man. Um. Yeah, go ahead. I, I forgot. Well, crap. No, I, I, I don't care. I totally. Oh, you talk about the marijuana thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So what it did for me was um. It's not but it's not but the Holy Spirit, and I say that with a grain of salt because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not he saying <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying that the Holy I'm not saying that we will bring you closer to the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, but I am saying that He would show me things. Mm-hmm. He would tell me things in times of having um, like impairment, you know, uh-huh. like your spirit man is impaired. You know, when you smoke and stuff, all you're doing really you're just leveling your spirit man to a different frequency. So if I if I can kind of yeah, piggyback on that, so if I piggyback on that that's gonna say let's say back a hundred years ago yeah where there wasn't technology there wasn't stuff to distract us yeah mm-hmm. right so as humans i feel like when we're all born from god right mm-hmm. we all have this deeper yearning mm-hmm. so in the bible when it talks about the seed and being mm-hmm. born again yeah so seed in hebrew actually means semen so when you read the Shucks. word you're actually being born again that makes sense <laughs> oh my so it's, so that that's how I kind of correlate the two because you know everyone's like oh I'm a born again Christian I'm a yeah. born, you know born again whatever um, you don't need to be take this with a grain of salt <laughs> you need to be baptized I mean <laughs> but um, at the same time it's like you know people who could be baptized and they can say they they say they're born again but they're yeah. living these corrupt lives yeah I'm not saying I'm perfect either yeah. no, we're all yeah. sinners you know oh yeah sinners saved by grace I'm, in terms I'm, of getting, I'm a big getting the right truth <laughs> yeah. getting to the right truth of where mm. it's supposed to be is the seed is his word oh. that that's so as we read it mm. we're being born born again. again every day so we are born from him. But we are born a sinner. Mm. But then once we are born again and read the word, we just are born again. Yo, I'm sorry, it makes sense. I mean, once we read the word with the seed, then we're born again. You know what's crazy? I used to have this crazy studying. I used to do some crazy studying. Yeah. You know me. I used to demonology, everything. Oh, I was <laughs> in it. But listen, I'm telling you. I you studied Steve Lewis? Huh? Steve Lewis? <sighs> Author? You read books? You read books? Yeah, I'm more than sure I have a Steve Lewis book laying around here. I've heard that I've, name. There's a, there's a book that he read. Um, not to cut you off. Oh, you good. Book about um, letters to uh, it's it's letters about these two demons, an uncle demon and an, a young boy demon, and they're writing about how um, how they can destroy Christianity. Ooh. And Ramil, my guy at the group, was talking about it. I've never read the book, but he was explaining it. Right. So he says they they write a book and, and then he's like, "What about the people who are in church?" And then his uncle says, "Don't worry about them. They're only getting half of the truth. Mm. Half truth." Yo, right there. Stay right there. So <laughs> now what I do in my study methods, yeah. I read. So, God, we're jumping all over the place. But this is beautiful. Guys. This is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful. I know. It's like so much stuff this going is, on. Trust me. You're yeah. going to. What you're doing is you're seeing two very transparent young men who have been through very similar situations in life. And now we can actually start talking about it. Yeah. Because it's, it's a healing process, really. Oh. It's a healing process. But um, now what I do is I read the stories of Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. And I let's say I want to read about him walking on water. I okay. read it. I don't touch nothing else. I just meditate that on. I just meditate on That's that huge. because I've been so distracted by what they told me of how to walk on the water from their perspective. I never got his perspective. Wow. They're telling me like you got to do X Y Z B D F, but he just he just did it. You can't just you can't just open a Bible and say, "Oh, I'm Christian." Like you can't say read it. Oh, you can't you can't? And it's, it's when you say meditate, mm. pray before and after, or meditate. Yeah. How you want to say it? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's a game changer. Hey, yo, I'm telling you, pr- prayer is something else. 
That's your relationship with God? It's something else, dude. Like, it literally, I'm not going to lie. I'm one of them Christians <laughs> where I have, like, spurts. Let's say I'll, I'll go hard for, like, a week. Then I'll just I'll just fall off for, like, two I, weeks. I wouldn't say you're one of those Christians. I think you're human. Because right, like right now I'm in a time mm. where everything I read, like, I do my devotions every day. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'm at work. If I get too caught up, because I had a dog now. So every time oh, I get like, caught up with a dog and the kid and my wife in the morning, I go to work. And I'm like, I still got to sit down and read on my desk. And I sit down and read. I feel like I don't capture it. Hmm. Maybe it's not because I'm not praying hard enough. Or maybe it's the enemy saying, I'm not seeing it right enough. Hmm. But I just keep doing it. I just got to keep doing keep it. Going like at it's, it. Like keep it's a it. uh, ritual. Not a ritual. Not but a ritual. It's, it's but, a, um, a routine. Routine. That's a the routine. word I'm looking it's for. It's a routine. The R word, yeah. Man, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a nice... <sighs> Let me be honest. So I started reading into uh, the ahead. nation, like Islam and all that yeah. stuff. Now, I'm not converting over, guys. <laughs> no, definitely not. But I was, intrigued. I was intrigued by the principles. You know, they have such strong principles. Uh, his name is Elijah Muhammad. You said the Quran, right? Um, uh, no, I Quran. haven't. No, the Quran, the, the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like yeah, The one you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, Muhammad. It, that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. So, I'll pick you back up. So I started minute. reading that. And um, I seen the view on Christ and yeah. everything. What I like what they said though was that that the Christian world has made Christ God. Okay. Makes and, sense. Like, and I'm like, okay, I see what uh -huh. you mean because you know I hear more about Christ in church yeah. than I do about the actual God. Yeah. But they said if you look towards the G O D capital G, you will find the G O D lowercase G inside of you, you. which is the Holy Spirit. Makes and sense. now it will connect you all together. Yeah. So I started reading into that, and it gave me a different perspective a on it. A lot of good stuff. Have you finished the Quran? Um, no, I haven't. So I try not to read way too much in it because, okay. again, I don't want to like taint my my no, view. So I know a lot of people who know it, mm. and I, I've dibbled and dabbled and watched videos on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but videos with proof, so they actually go back into the Quran, they yep. read a scripture that's in the Quran. Yep. I think it's in chapter like 28 of the Quran. I don't know what section, but oh, yeah, yeah. something. Really and they yeah. talk about how, because um, their view is, oh, well, Jesus did sin, mm. right? That's what they think. Okay. And they think Muhammad's the prophet. Yeah, yeah. Right, of course. But Muhammad did sin mm. in the 28, right? So he brought actually demons into this city or wherever it was. And correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you can go look it up yourself. It's in, like I said, chapter 28 or something. But he did sin, he, he is a he's just a, a simplified man that was living a righteous life. Mm -hmm. Nothing to bash Muhammad. Yeah, right. He's probably a great guy. Yeah, but as we're all born sinners. Yeah, oh, Jesus yeah. never sinned. Mm -hmm. And another point of view that I've seen from atheists too, or people who are <laughs> don't get me started with the Freemasons. <sighs> they talk about um, how, how do you yeah how do you know what Jesus did for those thirty three years or, mm, you know, when his, he was gone? Right? When he was gone. Mm. And I was like. He's a he's sin free man. Mm. Like it, so, it's so hard to say that because we don't know. Yeah, but we have our faith that we do. Mm. And then, if he was to you know die for our sins on the cross, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, or even be tempted by a demon, uh, mm. devil himself, or while yeah. he was walking through the uh, wilderness. wilderness, yeah, it's I don't know. Like you can't say, oh, he you know Jesus did sin because he's just a regular man, but he's not. He's God himself. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. See, I, the only so here's what here's what separates Jesus from the rest of them. He tapped into his inner lowercase G O D. G O D. Yeah. He tapped that joint right off right in birth. Yeah. And and, and, and I love it because um the Bible talks about how 
Jesus was placed on this earth so that way God knew what man was going through. That yeah. was the issue of the Old Testament. Yeah. Like God didn't know what it was like. <laughs> you know, God didn't know what it was like to have a female on, on his lap. Exactly. Well, he but, was going to. I feel like he was going to annihilate all of oh, us. Oh, he was about to. He did. He did at one Same point. Same thing with Noah. <laughs> he, <laughs> you know, he wiped it out. He you know what's thing. funny? Yeah. From being in church so long, my biggest fear was that he was going to do it. After high school, I never had a plan. You notice? I never <laughs> went, I, I'm so serious. I never went to college. I never yeah. thought I'd see age 17. I never. I always thought Jesus was coming back because I. It was just drilled in my oh, head. The rapture. So the much. church. Yeah. It was just drilled. Because well, he's been head. talking about it for years. <laughs> dude, dude, Jesus been coming back. It's, let me tell you something. I know black people ain't never on time, but if y'all talking about <laughs> Jesus, Jesus ain't never on time. <laughs> like, but Jeez. it's dope because now it's like I'm not saying that my faith has been tainted with, but I see it in a different perspective. Yeah, like a really different perspective. Like, like we were talking about earlier. I don't. I'm no longer going for that band aid effect. There you go. I want that heart surgery. Yeah. I want that. I want that serious surgery. Mm-hmm. I want. I want. I want that. Uh, I want that Brazilian heart lift. <laughs> 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 like I want to be able to say, like, listen, guys, Christ. Is, I've always said Christ is the way. Oh, Christ, always. hands down, the man. Because you, you can't find a flaw in him. Mm. And I think that that's what people try to challenge all the time. It was like the Bible. The Pharisees did every time. The, in the Bible. Bible said you can't eat <laughs> pigs, and the Bible said you can't do this. And that, that. When people do that, I think of them as the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. They're just constantly bashing him, waiting mm. for him to heal somebody on the Sabbath. Mm. And what do you do? He healed them. Now what? You shouldn't let them be wounded on a Sunday because they can't be healed mm. on a Sunday. See, because they can't be worked on on a Sunday. That's, that's crazy. That's the issue now. It's like we're, I think what we're doing is. We're starting to, to do these things of like, like you said, like he couldn't heal on the Sabbath. So now in my heart, I used to feel like, oh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't heal myself on the Sabbath. Yeah. I couldn't, I can't, I can't, I can't get over this pain on the Sabbath. Yeah. You know, let me, and let me flip this now. The Sabbath isn't just a day for me. Sabbath would be like a month. I, could, I just can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I just can't do it, man. It's not right. I can't <laughs> do it. It's not right. It's not right. Yeah. Then I had to realize like, bro, it's your heart's decision. Bro. Yeah, ex- exactly. You got to do it right now you have to do it and i think and i think that's the that's the battle with a lot of our um a lot of people our age like they don't understand it's not this material crap mm. it's not it's not you gotta go to church and all that that's great church is great honestly yeah. I, I if i could i would go a month without church just to see how closer i get to god that's huge because i've I had a cousin with my i had a, i had a talk with my cousin rachel and we were talking about how Jenkins, yeah, my girl. No, of her, I don't. Dude, know she's deep, that. bro. Oh, she's really? deep. She's she's actually like a prophetic writer. Like she, she writes poetry, dude. Dude, she could write you some I, stuff. I have a little bro. bit of poetry on my phone, dude. She she was the one that that warned me that the fire of God would come on me if I didn't get my life right for my kid. She warned <laughs> me. Sense. She warned me like years ago, years, and it actually came. It's closer to children than we know. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, he def. Oh my goodness, dude. But like, okay, back to how I knew my son was born. Boom, dude. So he used to get. He was um. He was a preemie. He had to get like a, a couple like booster shots while he was in the womb. Gotcha. But I he used to have visions of him, like while I was sleep with her. I had visions wow. of his face and everything. His name. That's how I was. That's how I came up with Caden Prince Charmin. How'd that make you feel though? <laughs> Weird, <laughs> because yeah. it was like it wasn't you. It was this. Spirit? Was it God talking to you in your dreams? Oh yeah, I hundred percent. I I can't deny I never that. Experienced that? I had. I can't. Oh dude, I could tell you some deep crap, but it was it was weird because like this quote unquote mistake mm-hmm. is now a blessing. blessing. Yeah. 
both in the natural realm and in the spiritual. <laughs> so I always tell people, I always say my son spends 80% of the time in the spirit and 20% of, of his time on earth. Uh-huh. Why? Because uh, children's minds are so pure. Yeah. And when your mind is that pure, dude, you, the spiritual side of it is like infinite. You can go, you yeah. can do anything in the spiritual world. Childlike faith. You can see, exactly. That's why he says, that's why he says we have to act like children when we come to him. He is the father. We are the children. You have to. When I used to speak like a child, I used to act like a child. Yeah. That's why, that's why the Bible references being a child so much. It's that, it's, I hate to use this word. It's that submission. And I, I explain why I, why I say I hate to use that word. I think what for me in my walk of faith, hearing that word submit, 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 seems submit, negative. It was so negative, dude. Okay. It made me it made me feel so bad knowing that let's say I I sinned or something. Now I got to come to him. I got to get on my knees. <laughs> I got I have to submit. But even even put it in like a woman's perspective because they have to submit to their husbands. Yeah, yeah, you do. And so my <laughs> wife and her vows, and not to bring it back, mm-hmm. but my wife's and her vows. She said, it's, you know, "I will submit to you." Mm. And uh, that's very powerful. It's not more of like women think of like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna do what he says. Like, yeah, like that. oh, it's way deeper than it's that. It's way deeper. And that's the thing that in the walk in my walk of faith, it was way deeper than that. It was way deeper than just so coming and and crying and lifting <laughs> up my hands and. <laughs> it was more than that. Yeah. It was more than I shot up. It was more than all that. Yeah. It was literally when I come up off that floor. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Your submit is not on that floor crying. Your submit is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What are you doing Saturday? Too? What the, are you the doing? The word I think about when you say that, mm-hmm. I don't use submit. I use humility. Ooh. Humble, well, humble yourself. Mm. That's always what I tell myself. That's one of my favorite Bible verses. It's humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. Oh my gosh! So funny part about yeah. that. There's this guy named Jonathan Ferguson. I'm gonna put you onto him. He's a great guy. I think I've heard of him. You probably have. Oh my god, he changed my life, dude. One day I was in this very. We're in my room, guys. By the way, I was in my room literally, yeah. and I was just laid out, and he was singing this song. He was singing the verse, "Humble yourself in the, in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up." And he kept singing it and singing it. Literally, I left my body. <laughs> I swear, I swear, yeah. dude, I kid you not, dude. I love. I my believe body. it. I've had that happen to me and, before, and I sobbed. I sobbed, and I and that's when I first found out what true submission was. Wow! It wasn't just me crying about what I was doing. It was literally me humbling myself. Yeah, yeah. bro. When you humble yourself, you gotta humble your mind. You gotta humble your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You gotta humble your deeds. Like humbling is—it's more than being quiet. Oh my gosh, Eric, honest too. Her- oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. gotta be honest too. Yeah. And and that was another thing too. I because I here's the, oh I love this because you I think was we can ne- hide stuff from him <laughs> exactly because I was never honest with God. Yeah. I was never honest with my pastors. I was never honest with my spouses. Like I was never honest with anybody. Wasn't a liar. You know, I would say I was just hiding the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I was just hiding the truth. But it's like humility. Eric Thomas said, you're not, you're not humbled, you're hiding. He said, you're not humbled, you're hiding. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's deep. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't humbling. Me having a kid wasn't humbling myself. Me going quiet and me falling off the earth for like a year. That wasn't humbling. I was just hiding. When David was running from Solomon, Mm -hmm. right? What did he tell his people to do to hide in the bushes? Mm. Where were they? They were in the wilderness. Mm. So when I think of it like that, they weren't really hiding because they're still in the wilderness without anything else around them. Ooh. But there's life. And, and there's life in the desert. There's life oh, in the man. wilderness. And, and that's what we got to understand, bro. Mm-hmm. That there is life in your humbling process. And I think that 
when I understood that principle, it took me like it took me somewhere <laughs> else, dude. It took me on a whole nother level. Yeah. Because I always thought humbling yourself was just shutting down, not yeah. talking to nobody, trying not to cuss. I remember um I used to get out, you know, <laughs> used to get on the mic, and uh, I oh remember I would mute myself because I didn't want to talk because I just felt like if I if I did I just I was you awful. were getting constantly judged. Yeah, I, I didn't want to do that no more, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But bro. Ugh, Listen, guys. Guys, this is a great conversation. I'm sorry, it's a little, it's jumpy. We're we're like going back and forth. It's it's amazing, but it, it's crazy. You can get a lot of knowledge out of this if you slow it down. Oh, dude, if if you humble yourself, I think it all has the same context, though. Oh, it does. Oh, it all it all comes back to that walk. But it is everywhere. You you got to do. Yeah. You have to do. You have to stop saying I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. You know, like let's say you're battling depression or something. You got to stop yeah. saying I don't know. And honestly, I used to be one of those guys. That I used to ask people who were depressed and had anxiety, yeah, because I didn't understand it until I actually started like yeah, I, with it. I, I, I like I started having panic attacks. Like um, my girl, she has like really bad panic attacks. So maybe that's why God did that to you because you didn't understand. I didn't understand. I'm telling you that one prayer of Lord, take me through everything. Yeah, I, I would never pray that again. <laughs> like uh, when they when they say be careful what you pray for, like really. <laughs> so you said you listened to Jonathan Ferguson. You had that uplifting body experience. Yeah, I had that. A day, a night before me and my girl got back together. Whoa, so short story, everybody, deep. me and my girl split up for about uh, five, six months. Um, mm. Then we got married. So that's a long story. But anyway, story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty big. But I was reading the Bible, right? And I was closing out in prayer and I was praying to him, say, you know, if if it is meant to be, Lord, uh, to bring us back together. It's not blow it up. That's my play. That used to be my prayer every day. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not meant to be. Um, you know, I do pray for her, and I hope she does find a husband that is a, a man of God and takes care of my 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 son and teaches him things that I can't teach him. Mm. But if it is meant to be, I won't ever let you down, right? Mm -hmm. So show me. Show me your face right now. Mm. And I lifted my hands up, and this is my apartment in Griswold, and I was lifting my hands up to the ceiling. I had, like, big 12-foot ceilings. Yeah. And, dude, I, out-of-body experience, started sobbing, <sighs> just like you said. Next morning... Uh, the spirit filled in me, bro. And I was, uh, she had like, she was having a hard time in the morning. So I sent her some Bible verses. Mm -hmm. I, I sent her a prayer that I prayed over her. Yeah. And she said, you know what? Uh, could you come over? It was a Sunday. Mm. So it was just Saturday night that happened. And then Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, she said, come over. Cause, Cause I have to do a paper, mm. you know? And when I came over, she was like, we should start going on dates again. Mm. I said, what's the sudden change? She said, I prayed two days ago to God to show me what true love is. And uh, and then he and then what he showed me was you outside playing with our son, and that he can how to love how God loves which is unconditionally. Whoa! So that was like, right? Whoa! Like, Whoa. Right? <laughs> so that 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 blew my mind because the peace I felt there. So I, this gets real deep, bro. Mm. So I won't put it on blast, but <laughs> let, you know we both had our our soul ties, mm -hmm. quote unquote, right? But um, her soul ties that she had a hard time getting away from mm. i guess you say because he's a good guy yeah don't get yeah. me wrong right and it's hard for me to say that because he messed around with my girl mm. right? yeah so, yeah <laughs> but yeah. so he was going through some stuff down in florida mm -hmm. I'm a, no one knows him so yeah, yeah, don't, we don't care so yeah. no one's gonna watch this but I, she was like hey i just want to let you know i was at work it's like you know two weeks ago she said i just want to let you know he's going through something he said he wanted to go commit suicide whatever and in my head, it was like, you know, he's probably just trying to put that on blast on social <laughs> media to get attention, right? Mm. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? You know, whatever he needs, let me know. It's okay. I thank you for telling me. Because mm. I called her. I said, thank you for telling me. I said, let's pray for him, right? Mm. That's the first thing that God told me to do was pray for him. And I, and I even said, if he needs money for a plane ticket, whatever, I'll send this dude money. Wow. 
know what I'm saying? Like, and then some some guys out here that they'll look at that and say like, oh, it's because he was, uh, you know, it's because he, you think he's better than you. I don't they know. Would, like, they wouldn't understand. They, they, they don't understand. They wouldn't understand. That's humility. They would, oh, that's that is Bro, humility. They don't. We're all brothers and sisters, and we're trying to go to the same place. Trying to do the same thing. Trying to do the same thing. So. Yes, he had ties with my wife, whatever, bro. Like, it, it's not the same, bro. At the end of the day, she's with me. And <laughs> if, I really, if I really want to talk from the flesh, right? Yeah. But, I mean, I really had to pray for him. It's hard. It's hard that to is, do that. Dude, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I won't be the one. <laughs> you won't be getting no plane ticket out of me. Bro. That's, that's real humility. Super hard to do. And you know the type of person I am. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, guys. This is a changed kid, dude. I'm, I'm trying to tell you all something. This man is <laughs> completely done 280. And... You know, I I think we still pray for him a couple nights in a row. Wow. And um, I was thinking about him the other day to make sure how he's doing, but I didn't want to ask her because I think mm. she cut him off. Yeah. Because sometimes he tries to take it too far. Yeah, of course. Um, of course, the enemies, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know how he do. Which is cool, man. And I trust her. I trust God. That's all I'm I like that. I like that. I like that. I can't that. say I, I trust, I can't say I trust flesh because she said to me one day, what was it? Uh, we got into a little altercation. Yeah. A discussion. A right? discussion. Yeah, I'll say discussion. that. <laughs> yeah. And um, she was like, oh, it's because you don't trust me. I said, it's not because I don't trust you, bro. When the spirit tells me to that something's going on, mm. I got to investigate, bro. Mm. It's, not, it's not because I don't. If I didn't trust you, if, if only, this is another side note, if, if only women knew what men who don't trust them look like. Yeah. Say it louder for my people in the back, bro. Yeah. Like, that's Because, yo, like, it's because you get this feeling. It's almost like a gut feeling. Oh right? yeah, you just know. You just know, oh, like something's it. going on, bro. Stop right? it. So, so she's like, "Oh, it's because you don't trust me." And no, bro, it's not because I don't trust you. It's mm. because I know something's going on. I just want to make sure he's acting his in boundaries, mm. and that you're being a woman of God that you mm. should be, right? And you know, I could I could have gone on and ignored it, but then mm. but then if I go on and ignore it, I'm ignoring my wife, mm. and then we're not going to go talk. And we're not going to be sitting in silence. That doesn't make any sense. I want to address it and say, "Hey, if there's anything he needs." Because again, humbling myself, yeah, and say that's just something you don't do, yeah, something like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything happened, but I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. making a fake argument yeah. in my head. But it's it's that extent of like you said, humility. Yeah, humility, dude. How how's marriage been, guys? I've I've yeah. known John for a very long time. John is a he's a relationship <laughs> guy. You know, he's a relationship yeah, guy. Yeah, let's just say that. And, and it was it was crazy to see John do this flip. To, to marriage and uh you know i ain't say nothing i'm quiet guy but oh, no. uh, but dude i i i commend you and i applaud you matter of fact i'm gonna give you some uh i'm gonna give you some claps <laughs> on that one dude I, I applaud you guys yeah. because i i always looked at you guys uh -huh. and i just said god do it for me and i say i say that i say that because like it, didn't I, you say to me when we first got together that god's gonna show us something i probably did this is when this is when was it not your baby shower um, it might have been a couple months before your baby shower when it was me, you, da Davion, and her. It probably did. And you said something about this is when you said uh, I'm a prophet of God, and you were in my house. What? I believe you said something that God's gonna show. Oh, us. the house over here? Yeah, my mom's house. Yeah. No, was it, was it no, the, I think it was the uh, one behind Shoprite. Oh, Shoprite, you right? Yeah. Right. Oh man, listen. Oh yeah. When I, I can't hold, I can't hold it back. What's yeah, funny? Is, sometimes the spirit can speak to people. What's funny? It is like I don't remember nothing. Like I can literally be. In the church, just like slaying and laying hands and prophesying, and like two <laughs> seconds later, I won't remember nothing. It happens. Like I just, I don't remember. I never had that experience. But it's crazy because, like you said, it's all about humility, dude. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I struggle with humbling myself mm -hmm. to be that man because, again, like um, no excuses, guys. But like we weren't taught. 
That's how we were raised. Like I said, we, we weren't raised to to love women properly. We weren't raised no. to speak to them properly. We weren't raised. We just do what we see. And, yeah. um, and and right now, you know, it's be, it's a beautiful journey because like to feel the progression and like you said, there's some gut feelings you get yeah. as a man. Like woman, y'all always like I just know. Nah, when a dude, <laughs> when a dude feels something in his gut, something's up, something's bro. Up, 100%. Something's up, bro. And yeah. and what I like, what I like, me personally, if I feel like something's up, I'm coming head on. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's hit this door so we can close so it. That's how it is. We were talking about that too, bro. Mm. Like, you have like like what's going on. Let's talk about it, right? Yeah. And then sometimes women or let's just say people, they like people. to run yeah. from confrontation. Because they're kind of used to it, or if their parents, how they raised, how they were raised, yeah, um, that communication, they, they want to hide, yeah. You know, and sometimes as men, we internalize things too. That's a whole different story. But uh, it's when, bad. when we sit there and want to talk about it because we know something's wrong, right? Mm. There's a conversation. The women just try to hide from it, or the you know whoever mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. try to hide from it, and it's not good, man. It's not. It's uh, not, man. I commend you guys for for your marriage. Balance. You need a balance. Actually, I want both of you to come on and talk about it because uh, it's no, really, it's it's nice because yeah. these are people we grew up with. Like these are people we went changed to school people, with, man. changed people, and they. And so for me, like I always thought it would take years. I always uh-huh. thought you needed years to do all this stuff, oh, and months. I start to realize. Just months, weeks, just a day. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's a day flip. Sometimes everybody's journey is different. It could be a day flip, and 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 I think with me was I was I was trying to make it a long haul journey. Yeah. I'm trying, like, I'm gonna be thirty, and I'm gonna get straight. <laughs> I'm gonna get straight. I'm a wise old man. Yeah, I'm yeah. When I'm thirty, I'm gonna stop doing all that. I'm gonna tell the young bloods what to do and what not to do. <laughs> like but you said, you can't wait for it. You can't, because the longer yeah. you wait, the worse it gets. Yeah. The worse the bad. There's a book I I read. It's called The Battle of the Mind by Joyce Myers. Actually, very good uh, uh, Joyce book. Joyce Myers. Yeah. Yeah, you know Joyce Smart. She's a, like a a really famous. Is she like a, is she like a uh, Craig Groeschel? Yes. Okay. Very famous lady, and uh, that book. Uh, oh, Joyce Myers. Yeah, she's pretty good. Dude, right the, uh, that I used to listen to that lady every morning. My mom used to, but yeah. um, but man, it, that book really it really taught me like you you can do it right now. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I don't know why. I just keep feeling I just keep hearing that word humility, dude. Oh my goodness. It's touching me right now, man. And it's it's funny you say that because like you said right now, but remember you said it I, I've been following you for a little bit, bro, and I remember oh, a lot of things. You. <laughs> but you said um when people talk about like uh I don't got enough money, but they're sitting around spending money on yeah. marijuana, oh, you yeah. know, shoes and they oh, yeah. all this money but they can't save it for diapers or something. You know, oh yeah, general, I, I probably went off. <laughs> you did you did go off. <laughs> it is that the society, man, and uh it's a shame of what the people uh what they think is more important. More way more important than that, yeah. man. I honestly I just you guys know me. I don't get it. I never got into shoes and stuff. Like I never had a shoe. I used to wear. I used to ball these NBA Same shoes. shoes. <laughs> Shaq shoes. Wear them to school. Wear them holes in them. Yeah, I was that kid, bro. I was that kid. Now, like I, I started getting into shoes. Like I started liking it. Oh, Not this was a stuff back in the day. Uh, yeah. The Payless Shacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And then I had the NBA <laughs> shoes with the NBA logo on the back, bro. Twenty bucks. Payless, man. Yeah. Payless was a freaking store. That's where I got all my dress shoes when I used to work. Oh, see, I didn't do. I, my mom did that to me a couple they times. Hurt. Oh they yeah, those shoes. I'm just cheap. Must, <laughs> must walk on concrete. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally pay less. <laughs> you got plastic stabbing you in the back of your heels. Yeah, oh, that's but what man, it is. like, it, and then like a lot of people, you know, they have the shoe game, you know, the Yeezys and all that yeah. other stuff. It's such a distraction. That's what it is. Such a, and it's crazy because you could spill a cup of coffee on it. Now it's ruined. You just paid like three hundred dollars for the shoe. It all stems back to what we're yearning for. 
Exactly. God's love. You could you could have put that three hundred dollars in books. That's literally what I, what I did for every week. I do it almost every week. I just buy a new book. It's good. And I just leave it. I got a little library in the corner. I just leave it there. And then when then sometimes like the spirit will tell me what book to pick up. They'll be like, "Yo, pick that book up. Yeah. Pick this book up. You need to start talking about your mind. You need to get your you need to get your focus right. You need to get your there's a good author called Matthew Kelly. I don't know if you heard of him. Yeah, I know who that is. Yes, That's sir. Great. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. Love his books. Dude, I actually hoodie talk film. I'm gonna have a little segment where uh, it's just gonna be straight books. And um honestly, I, I want our generation to get back to reading. Get back to your SSR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your silent sustained reading, bro. And and I, I always hear the saying, uh, if you ever want to hide anything from a black person, you hide it in a book. That Not even sense. just a black person, but you just you ever want to hide? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I used to hate reading when I grew up too. I was like, I ain't black. Dude, <laughs> like, but if you ever want to hide something yeah, from no. somebody, you hide it in the book. Yeah, because I'm never gonna read it. When I started reading and reading stuff, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many gems to life that are right here in front of us, and we're just ignoring. You used it. to make fun of that guy on YouTube commercials. They used to be like, oh, it's knowledge. Oh, Remember uh, the guy with uh, books? Like, these are all my Lamborghinis, and I got it because the, I read a all Hawaiian these books. dude or something. I yeah, forgot his, I name. his name. Something. Oh, uh, he he actually fell off a little bit. I he did. He did. I think he got caught up in a little little. Yeah, I knew something wasn't right with the brother, but he was always reading though. He was always, always about the books, man. Always There's reading. There's hidden, hidden, hidden wisdom in him, and a, a lot of stuff comes from writing and just mm. like the the books in general. And and a lot of people can't speak about it because a lot of people won't get it. Mm. All right, John, give us give us some uh, give us a practical tool that you use in your daily uh, walk with God. Something that that you think could help somebody. Let's see, uh, <laughs> prayer. <laughs> prayer process so there matthew kelly says this is one of his books actually a lot of his books but i implement it in my own way so you know you start off to say what you're grateful for mm-hmm. uh, and always the second thing is always asking what you could do to be a better person the better version of yourself Self, right yeah and the third thing is pray for others mm. right and the fourth thing is praying for the things that you did wrong mm. so you're saying for forgiveness yeah Right. And then you always close the prayer with a more gratitude, mm. I think. Uh, and also just anything you want to say and anything off your chest. Mm. It's like a they, they call it like a like a free writing. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say that's on your chest, say mm. it at the end of the prayer and towards the end of the prayer and then close it. You close it out, man. So the last step is just closing it. Hoodie Talk family. Get, um, I, I speak to the to the believers and to the non-believers. Prayer is not just for those exactly. of us who believe. Um, <laughs> exactly. Prayer is prayer is your communication. Meditation. To the un to the big to the big G O D, bro. Like you need that. You know what's crazy, bro? I have I I'm not gonna I'm gonna be so honest. I've been slacking. I've been slacking in my what actually happens? I take that back. I haven't been going as hard as I should for the situations that I have going on. Makes but sense. Sometimes, you know, the big situations they call for some serious like sit down, we gotta pray, we gotta pray. pray. But I've been I've been kind of just like all right, God fix it. I'm out. <laughs> Talk to you later, bro. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. But man, I, I think what I'm gonna do th- this week is I'm gonna really key in on, on prayer. Honestly, dude, prayer prayer kind of um, brought my relationship from crumbling, mumbly, me messing everything not. up to like to like back to where I am now. And it's like, and I like it because we're in a we're in a new we're in a new space. It's weird because it's like it's almost like that that fresh love feeling. So. That's so. How do you close your prayers? Um, in Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. Or so, um, remember, He said, "The only way through Christ is through Me." Yeah. So, if you always close a prayer with that, that's your relationship with Him. So that's why that's why I feel like it's for as a believer through us mm-hmm. to to make prayer our primary communication and relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
That's why we always close it with that. Mm. Because the only way we're, we're he's gonna say, bring it to God. Mm-hmm. So you know about the holy the trilogy. Yeah, which yeah. Is, you know him. I mean God, him, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Some people understand that, but we'll just kind of get into it real quick. But that's how I just thought of it. Is that's the reason why we close our prayers the way we do, mm-hmm. and it's because sometimes God just wants us to have that little bit more conversation with Him. Mm. And I thought of it. This is like uh, months ago, but it's like. If you play more, let's say video games, mm-hmm. or if you play, if you do more, I don't know, stocks, whatever, cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you guys do, um, if you spend more time doing that than actually talking to the biggest figure in your life, which is God, mm. or, you know, Jesus Christ, yeah. right? Your prayer. And s- just try it for a change where it's actually different. Giving him just the first 20 minutes of your day or the first last 20 minutes of your day, or even I, both. I'm a minutes. last 20 minute guy, you know, morning time. So <laughs> it's crazy. I, people. <laughs> let me take it back. I'm actually a Go morning ahead. person now. I never was. I get up at three o'clock. Three o'clock. Three oh, because it was a work. You got to be in by like five 30. Right? I got to be until six. Oh, it's still crazy though. <laughs> I'm, up, till like I'm up at three, dude. I'm up at three and I always take like 45. I used to be, but I used to be an the night guy where I, I would get off the game and I, I got to pray. I got to study. Like I, I have to, Yeah. but I switched over. And is it a fulfillment that you do that? So in terms of like um, the reason why I did that is because you were guilty of playing games and not actually spending time in the word. Mm. Oh, oh, that was a big time. Like I, oh, psh, dude, I could go on. But that's the enemy. I can go on for days about that's, that. I don't think that I don't think that's God gonna look at you any differently if you do. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't think he does. But I'm saying like the enemy is gonna say you're not doing something right. Mm, that just he tries to give you that like that guilty feeling. Yeah. See, in that dude, I'm telling you, bro, uh, it's this is crazy. I'm talking. It's about. okay. I can cheat. I can cheat on my girl, but I'll just go to church on Sunday. That's what the enemy wants you to think. Fix band aid. Yeah. <laughs> Vaccine. God will always <laughs> forgive you, right? It's mm. like when he tested when uh, when the devil tempted um, Jesus mm-hmm. in the wilderness. Mm. What do you say? You said you can make bread with this, right? Yeah. If you are the son of God, jump. If you're the son of man. Yeah. Son of well, man. whatever version. Whatever they say. Sorry, I just a different one, but jump. Yeah. And That's the one he's in the mountain, yep. Man, I'm telling you, man, it's a walk. It's a walk. <laughs> I think the Bible says uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. It's like a very yeah. familiar, uh, I think it's in Psalms, I think. Mm-hmm. It, you literally, your your steps are ordered already for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how you try to put, put your life in. You could be doing black magic. You could be doing anything, astrology, anything. Yeah. Your steps are already ordered, bro. And, and it's it's up to you whether you're going to put your feet, watch this, in the clay. Damn. Cause he's the potter. He's the potter. Yeah, he's already done. He's already sure. laid it out for. You. He just went. Just put your foot he's in. Sculpting w- it. Yeah. What I love about God, dude, sometimes you'll put your foot in it. And he'll dry it up real quick. He'll he'll, put, he'll make yeah. it stuck. Oh, my. we gotta get off this before I start going sick. Listen off. to Mike Todd. Oh, Michael Todd. Yeah, he's yeah. Cool. I read his book on. He has a lot of relationship stuff. His relationship book. Yeah, I read. Yeah, that. a lot I, of relationship stuff. I I didn't. Mm, not that I didn't like it. It's. <sighs> I don't. It's he doesn't. He doesn't cater to me. He may. He caters to a lot of individuals. Like a lot, he touches a lot. But it's just. I'm not saying that. Stephen Furtick. No, I never heard of him. Really. Mm-mm. Um. He's okay. He he gets bashed a lot on TikTok. And yeah. stuff. I don't like him like that. But, um, he, as a pastor, mm-hmm. he does a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like what it says. Quote me if I'm wrong. I think it's in Romans. Um. Uh. Anything that brings glory to God is basically good. Mm-hmm. So not if obviously some preachers will mess up yeah. here and there, but yeah, if yeah. at the end of the day, if they're generally their overall speaking is bringing glory to God, I mean it's not, yeah. it's not a bad thing, I yeah. guess, right? Um, but I think the biggest thing that we get as humans is judgment. <sighs> we, we judge too much. 
I hate, man. I, 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 I let me, let me stop saying I hate that. I, let me get rid of the word hate. I don't, I don't, I mean, and that was my thing. I was always judging everybody, but I didn't know. Yeah. People were telling me like, you're judging, you're judging. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's just, it, what I was trying to press the belief that I was taught as a child on everybody else. Yeah. And I had, exactly. to, and I had to realize that's not the way to do it. Just like you said, like a lot of preachers, they fall. I'm a preacher. I fell. I had a child out of wedlock, everything, whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the, and I think the stigma of it's the end if you fall, yeah. it's so bad, oh. dude. And I got so stuck bad. in that joint for like the past four to five years. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude. I have not preached in six years. A lot of a lot of church members judge people. Oh yeah, it, and it it sucks because, like I said before, everybody's walk's different. Mm. Everybody's walk is like completely different. Yeah, it's yeah. I love it. It's it's different walks, but it's the same clay. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Hoodie Talk family. I hope you all enjoyed this lengthy conversation yeah. with our guest. We keep going, but we'll be back. I'll John be back. Steve. Oh yeah, John's gonna be back. Hopefully, um, shout shout out shout shout out some people, John. Shout out your uh, wife. Shout out to my wife, uh, Kiari uh, Stevens. She's got a um Instagram. If you go into Kiari Stevens, it's called Taken by Faith. She's got a blog for the mothers, for women, um, uh, for people who are believers. Even if you're not a believer, just spiritually, just go. Kind of get your head go right. On the yeah, just go. Look. Yep, just go. You know, she has Pinterest on there. I know you ladies love Pinterest, so go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taken by faith. I just got into Pinterest uh, for clothing. It helps me uh, design. Well, once myself. you buy a house, bro, decor. We gotta talk about how I forgot you guys. <laughs> you guys have a house. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. That's okay, off the yeah, podcast. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get that another day. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Hoodie Talk family. Hey, it, was you guys. A, it was a pleasure for you having me, man. Oh man, it's been dude, a long time. Dude, man, it's been a long time. It's been a long. But time. we can always come back and dude. then have this normal conversation like this. We, were, we were I haven't old. seen this guy in what About like, two years, maybe. Nah, uh, your son was just born, so probably like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But be, still, like, too. no talking, not even texting. Oh yeah, not even texting, and we have each other on Snapchat, like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> We've snapped each other like for two weeks now. But That's man. real friends, man. But dude, I really appreciate John. He's uh, like you said, he's been following me for a while, which which means a lot to me because like uh, I, I see it. I never realized how many people I touched until yeah. I started doing this, and I was like, oh, you guys actually listen. I'm like, oh, you guys are actually changing your <laughs> life. Like, I'm just fooling around. <laughs> oh yeah, literally. <laughs> listen, I, I, I love it. I like it because uh, I'm very open now. It's mm-hmm. like I'm not afraid. I used to be afraid. Makes you humble. Yep. I was hiding. I wasn't humble, <laughs> man. But now that I'm getting humbled, it's like it, it's it's changing my life, and man. And honestly, I appreciate men like John who just flip, man. Just do, just change, bro. It's just Still change. Changing. Just change yourself, man. Look yourself. Look at do that Michael Jackson effect. Look at the man in the man mirror. In the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> look at him, dude. I, dude, yeah. we could talk all day. Who yeah. talk family? I love y'all. It's your boy Mally J. Peace out. Hey, Hoodie Talk family. It's your boy, Mally J. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and like and subscribe for me. See you soon.